It's time for the Super Coach Professionals Roundtable Podcast. And here's your hosts, Paulie G, Ryan MS, Peter Hanscom, and Andrew Muldock Molinaroli. It is time for the Supercoach Professionals Roundtable Podcast. I am Paulie G, your host, Paul Grzadka, with you for another week. And what a week it was of high scoring from a Supercoach perspective, Ryan MS. It was just a massive weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Um, everyone, yeah, everyone just racked up the points. Um, some people um, really um, got some high scores. Uh, it's good to see coming into the, uh, you know, the final rounds of... Um, Super coach as well that everyone's firing. And Peter Hanscom with us as always. How are you, mate? Um, a big week this week, of course, Dragons feed the Eagles. Yeah, really looking forward to that one. Um, I think Saints will win. We beat them 35-12 over at um, Lotto Land uh, earlier this year. And so I'm, I'm very um, confident they can, that Saints can win this week down at Wollongong. And, uh, yeah, hopefully have a little bit more luck than they did last Friday night, that's for sure. I'll give you the right of rebuttal there, Andrew Moldo Molinaroli. How are you, mate? Yeah, good, mate. I'm I'm just excited, you know. Beat the uh, Tigers last week. Now we're going to head to the uh, Dragons and try and knock them off. And had poorly had you last week and head to head and t- that, knocked you off as that's well. It. And it wasn't, got, wasn't the only thing that uh, <laughs> uh, any way to win on the weekend over me. Not just your team beating mine in in real life, but Supercoach Pros Cup as well. But I've got to say, when you score thirteen sixteen and lose, you know there's not much you can do about it. <laughs> I mean, you can't do too much. Either. Yeah, like you, like you said, everyone had a good round. I, I had a, I had a especially good round. I was very happy with my score and. And everyone in the Supercoach Pros Cup actually had a really good round. It's, it's good to see our, our league doing really, really, really well. Well, we jumped 26 spots in a week. I know we've been aiming for the top 100 finish. We're getting closer. 176 now. Great effort. I think everyone scored over 1,000. Only two people under 1,100. And there was some massive scores. 14.45, I think it was, was the, um, the very top score. Um, but, yeah, just a great round um, by all. I think that was the uh, Ebenezer Rascals um, getting in there with uh, in the 1400s. So that, that's that's quite amazing. Um, he's been he's been killing it. Um, 1435 he got, and obviously your one, uh, the massive 1387, and then Top China Dragons, the top performer, 1379. So some big scores there, but everyone really um, killing it there in the Super Coach. Yeah, it's great, now. isn't it? Our, t- our top, yeah, our top eight is in the top three thousand. So that, I mean, that's 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 great. There you go. That's unreal. And uh, of course, time to talk injuries. And um, Pat Lyons with us from Coogee Bay Health and Injury Care. Uh, how are you, Pat? Good, Paul. How are you, mate? I uh, can't complain, except for the fact that uh, a lot of my players are on this list um, today. I think we've been pretty lucky through the year. I Certainly I have, so I guess I can't complain too much. But start with the big one, Sean Johnson. Um, team doctors confirming that Johnson likely to be out for around six to eight weeks after rupturing the posterior cruciate ligament in his left knee. Um, they're saying it's a better outcome than... Um, was expected, according to the Warriors' Dr. John Mayhew, initially fearing that anterior cruciate ligament um, had, had had some damage done to it, so that would have been six months out. Um, now they're saying with the PCL 
that he won't need surgery surgery to repair the injury. But Pat, is it still looking six to eight weeks? I know we've heard in the media some people saying maybe he could come back in a couple and play through the pain. Is that is that even an outside chance? I'll, I'll doubt it. I'll doubt that the. Um, you know, I think six to eight weeks sounds more reasonable. Two weeks um, is tough for an injury like that. And yeah, maybe it was finals time they might push it, but. I suspect he wouldn't be if he tried to play at that with that injury within two weeks. He wouldn't be functioning very well. <clears throat> so I guess even if you know a miracle happened, you're not getting the best of Sean Johnson. There probably best to move on in that same game. Trent Merrin having a knee injury himself, a high grade medial collateral ligament tear, not requiring surgery, but also um, saying six to eight weeks um, out. For Trent Merrin, does that sound about right with that medial collateral ligament tear? Yeah, if it's a high grade tear, and um, that, if they're high grade, generally they're not far from having surgery. So they'll have to look after it, and so six to eight weeks, probably minimum. Um, so we'll see how it goes. That's probably the season, I guess. So um, yeah, unless they make the finals, and certainly yeah. for Supercoach, that that's it. So move on. A couple of players there. Um, you know, if not this week, just purely because you, you're trying to balance out your lineup. Certainly, um, you can get rid of them in, in a week or two from now, but not likely either of them will be back for your Supercoach season. Angus Crichton, another big name um, who's been playing very, very well for you this year. He's got a stress fracture in his foot now. He's playing on, um, but Souths, you know, they're on. They're sort of win one, lose one. They're, they're, they're still mathematically possible to make the eight, but once you start using the words mathematical, that that's it. That sort of says it's not looking so great. Um, he was quoted and said, I've just got a bit of a sore foot, but he has been wearing the moon boot over the, the last few weeks. Um, he said there's a little fracture in there, and he believes it's safe to keep playing through the pain. Um, what do you make of it, Pat? And, you know, is it something where in time this could could get the better of them, particularly if the Rabbitohs bow out of finals contention. Oh, well, their stress fractures are an overload accumulative injury anyway, so it's not going to get better until he rests it. Um, but it's not dangerous to play. It's not like the bone's going to snap. It just gets sore and sore. Um, so I guess he can battle on, and if he's pretty good at dealing with pain, he might be able to play without being affected too much, and then get to the off-season and just give it a break. Sunday games saw um, a few injuries that we don't have a lot of information about. Apocy Coruscant, um, they're saying ribs, sternum. We don't really have a lot of info there. Another guy that probably a lot of people out there own um, who would have brought in after round 18, um, Matt Wright. Also, um, some people might have brought him in during the middle of the year. Um, he's been carrying a leg injury, and first he, he couldn't do the goal kicking. And now he's not even um, named in the lineup. And then Jacob Little um, for the West Tigers, suffering a dislocated shoulder. Um, he basically looks like he'll be out for the season, I guess, Pat. Yeah, I, I didn't get any extra details about uh, whether whether there's any other damage done in the dislocation. Um, so sometimes they they can't be back if there's if it goes in and out and no other damage. They can strap it up and play. Um, so maybe a bit of wait and see to see whether there's any more information that comes out. And I guess um, Coruscant, basically, you know, we're just going to have to get more info. That's, there's nothing there. 
Yeah, it's the, the sort of ribs sternum area. Um, like I said before, they they're pretty sore to play with, but people do it. Um, but pretty hard to make a judgment without any information. Yeah, he's been out, um, not even in the 21 this week, so he's going to get at least a week's rest, but they wouldn't be dropping him just yet. Antonio Winterstein um, has been named this week, although he did tear his calf muscle on Sunday. He's saying it's just a little tear, and um, he went off early, but um, he's hoping that he'll be back. Is, is it likely that potentially, you know, he misses out here? Because there are a couple of players... Um, for the Cowboys outside their 17 that could be interesting super coach options or at least daily league options if Winterstein is out. Yeah, it's interesting. I guess it depends on the size of the, the tear and what he felt at the time when it happened. Um, I imagine they'll have to see how he progresses as they, as they start to load it again at training. Um, you know, two weeks is quick for a, a tear. So that'll be it. If it's only one week off, you know, it's a two-week all up. That'll be um, at least a minimum. Yeah, well, I mean, they've named, I think, you know, a couple of players there, Ponga and Bowen, in their 21. So most likely one of those guys will come in for Winterstein this week. Pat, thanks so much. Uh, as, as you do always, just fantastic info. A lot of injuries this week to cover. That's a pleasure, mate. No problems. And, of course, if you have your own um, sporting injury or simply just some uh, back or neck issues, go visit Pat if you're in the Sydney region at Coogee Bay Health and Injury Care. Give him a call on the Sydney number 02-9665-9667 or uh, go to our website, www.supercoachpros.com and you can get 20% off as a Supercoach Pros listener. Uh, well worth it. You can see with all the detailed information he's given us each and every week this year just how uh, how good he is. And, and, you know, if you do have an issue, don't hesitate and get on there and get that discount as well. Pat, thanks so much. We'll talk to you next week. Looking forward to it, mate. Cheers. See ya. And, Andrew, that's pretty um, bad news on, on Sean Johnson, the, the super coach staple that he is now gone seems like, you know, that outside flicker of hope of, of being back in a couple of weeks looks a lot less likely after that information from Pat. Yeah, it's going to be hard to keep him in. You know how much of a big fan I am, and I'd lo- love to give him all the all the uh, time in the world, but it's just running out of time. Uh, 481,000 sitting on your bench, I, I think you, you need to move on. Um, unfortunate for the Warriors. Good news for the, the New Zealand the Kiwis for the end of the year, but yeah, I think it's time to move on if you have the trades. But like I said, 481,000 on the bench, it's it's a bit hard to swallow. So yeah, move him on. I'm, I'm, I might just keep him one more week. I just can't face it at this point. Um, seven trades left. I don't know. We'll see. Let's move on to what we learned. And um, Pete, I guess one player shining out of all those big scores this, this round, Nathan Cleary, 169 Supercoach points, one of the most outstanding performances that we've seen, and all this from a 19-year-old going across the ditch playing against superstars of the like of likes of Foran and Johnson, Tuivasa-Shek, Isaac Luke, and put on a clinic. Absolutely, yeah, I was amazed. Yeah, three tries over there against the Warriors. You know, clear man of the match and just dominated every facet of the game. He, you know, he was so good as a player last year, uh, particularly. Penrith great run, and then this year you think, oh, you know, a little bit of second year syndrome. Penrith not going so well, and that was a real crunch game, and the kid has just absolutely stood up. You know, 
yeah, I'll put the curse on him. Maybe he's going to be the halfback for New South Wales next year if he puts him together a few more performances like that. But I don't know whether I'd wish that on him at the stage. But, um, yeah, now what a tremendous effort. You, you know, I think that's one of the top scores of the, of the year, actually, by clear. Yeah, and these Penrith Panthers coming home with a bit of a wet wet sail, Ryan, is it you know, a case of, of looking at these players or is it still just those bigger names. I mean, Tyron Peachy hasn't clicked yet. Josh Mansour a bit below, but you know, Moylan named this week. The likes of Harry Nera has done well. Dylan Edwards already. And um, you know, Nathan Cleary just going bananas. Yeah, I, I think those big names um, that are doing well, um, I think it's the way to go. Peachy, if you brought him in, he's been a bit of a bust and, you know, you can't see him... Um, all of a sudden breaking out of it, but that's I think that's the beauty of, um, of Peachy. You can do that. Um, but, yeah, I, I th- especially with uh, the Panthers, the way they're going and the way they tend to go on runs, um, you never know uh, what they've got in store. So, uh, yeah, you're definitely looking at um, Nathan Cleary, especially um, if you did have Sean Johnson because, you, yeah, if you have the trades, you have to move on from him. Tom Javorovic was up there too with 131 points, Andrew. He didn't even score a try. That's a scary thing, isn't it? I mean, he, he could have. He could have fallen over and helped everyone because I'm sure a lot of <laughs> a lot of people would have had him as captain. Um, yeah, he's a he's a, we'll probably talk a bit more about it a bit later on, but he's a must-have heading towards the end of the season. Um, funnily enough, I think it's his only, sec- only second score over 100, but his he's average... You know, it's it's 74, so, I mean, you, you need to get him in your team. A guy that you have liked for a while but hasn't been getting the minutes to be super catch relevant, Pete, is Jake Granville, but he um, came good just when his side needed him there in Cairns against Souths with 110 points and also getting the majority of minutes over Ben Hampton. Um, that's an interesting one indeed if he starts to play close to 80. Absolutely, yeah. Um, Jake Granville played 66 minutes on the weekend. Um, he had the two like try assists with um, you know, all, all of them. I guess they all he essentially had to do was sort of dummy one way and pass the ball to Taumalolo, um, running off his hip, and then uh, to Hess the second time. Geez, you've got to feel sorry proposition in defences, don't you? Oh, Taumalolo's gone. Oh, oh, here comes Hess. Oh, damn. Um, yeah, he did that and scored a, a great opportunist try himself where South left a gap on the line. But, yeah, he's a great player. I really, really rate him. And, you know, um, he's he could become more super coach relevant, particularly with, with Thurston gone from the Cowboys now. Michael Morgan playing well. And Granville sort of, you know, with the modern game, the halves and the hooker, not quite interchangeable, but, you know, it's a very sort of similar. And it, it's he's taken can take on more of a playmaker-type role. And, yeah, I really rate him and, I think he's someone you can certainly uh, have a look at, for sure. Ash Taylor right up there as well. Ryan, 105 Supercoach points. That was a pretty um, dominant performance uh, to beat the Premiers. Yeah, absolutely. Um, beating the Sharks in a pool kind of uh, was the uh, theme. Um, and he did it pretty pretty easily. Uh, he just looked so much better than everyone else out there at the time. Um, yeah, like, I think it was two tries, two line breaks, Um and two try assists, I think it was something like that. Um, that's a huge game from him. And look, if you're looking for a pod, that could be your guy. Um, look, Gold Coast aren't meant to win many games, but 
they seem to keep on coming up with ways to ways to beat teams they shouldn't. So mm. uh, don't discount them out. They're a dark horse for the top eight still, um, ahead of some of the more fancy side. I know the Raiders have got a, a tough draw in. Yeah, the Panthers we just talked about, but you know, jury's still out. And there's a couple of teams in the Eels and the Dragons that are still um, clinging on rather than, for you know, obviously uh, making a statement to be in the eight. So, you know, the Titans made it last year. It's not out of the realm. But if they were to make it, it would be on the back of Ash Taylor. So that's one to think about with Sean Johnson now out. Other big names, Solomon Okada, Nene McDonald doing very well. Paul Gallen in that same match that Taylor dominated. He was outstanding. Simon Mannering right up there. Jason Tamalolo, you can see a common theme here with a lot of these big names. Then you've got guys like Mitch Barnett and Kevin Proctor. Barnett is a guy we've always liked. Maybe next year he's going to be back on our radar again with the Knights, hopefully on the improved by 2018. Sean Lane, he's just been outstanding. I really hope you listened to our podcast um, from um, two weeks ago and he was already in your lineup. But certainly if you brought him in last week, you're very happy with that. And then Aaron Wood's a big one as well with 86. All right, well, let's talk about the best players to bring in after Origin. Um, and I guess they don't have to all be played um, in the Origin period, but um, I figured we'll start with the predictor saying Gareth Widdop is predicted to do best for the remaining seven rounds from Jason Tamalolo. You probably already own these guys, Paul Gallon, Jordan Rapana, right up there, and then Simon Mannering. But then you look at guys like Billy Slater, Clint Gutherson, Cameron Smith, Nathan Cleary, who we just talked about, Anthony Milford's right up there. I know you mentioned uh, Andrew Tom Dubrovich. Um, he's right up there as well. And then guys like Sam Burgess, who's been a bit down. He's um, been playing out on the left edge for up to half a game with uh, Fumano not able to play the full 80 yet. That's affecting his um, regular base stats. But he's still in that lineup. And then guys like Mitchell Pearce, Cameron Munster, Marty Tapao, um, Angus Crichton, Matt Moylan. Andrew, I'll start with you. Um, some of these players are going to come from outside the, those predictors that we talked about, mainly because some of these Origin players, um, you know, they've sort of they play less minutes over Origin. It brings down their average, and, and once they get back to their regular and, and playing at full fitness, they really shine. Yeah, I'll, I'll throw something in there. Cameron Munster, he, he's someone that, you know, not a lot of people have had. He, he could be a very good... Um, a pod. I mean, I think 26,000 people own him. That's, you know, that's nothing really. And he's a dual positioner, 450,000, and you know what you're going to get with him. Um, and he's in a winning side. You know, he's, he's playing outside uh, Cooper Cronk and, and Cameron Smith. So he's got Billy Smith running off his hip. So I think, you know, Billy someone Slater. like him, who is a super coach performer, is someone that is certainly worth looking at. Um, yeah, I brought him in, yeah. I think. Um, before the, the the round 15 when the Storm were playing and he wasn't named for Origin and even though he ended up missing the last two weeks before that he was sensational super coach wise yeah and, and and then you mentioned someone like Rapana I know that Ryan's been a bit dirty on him ever since he brought him in he's been a bit poisoned but I, I think you know at a good price of four four six five I think he's he's ripe now for, I, need, I know he's got a tough run in but he's he's too good not to to have a look at Rapana and his price is yeah pretty pretty low for him. Ryan, what do you think um, of, of some guys to bring in? Um, look, I'm thinking um, more in the realm of uh, who's someone just a little bit different that can still offer you some um, really good uh, points, and and I think that's Michael Morgan. 
uh, yeah, he had a he had a low week he was, last week. He was done um, out last week, and a lot of he was a bit of a trap, I thought, and people brought him in, and he didn't go. Yeah, so well. look, I, I think that's more of a more of a a blip than anything else. Um, he's because he was great up until then. Um, got to remember, he's coming off the back of an Origin game as well, um, and he's average for the last five five rounds of seventy. So you know that's pretty good going. I've got to say, um, guys from Origin who come back, particularly when you know they've excelled in Origin, like Munster, like Morgan, you see it over and over year on year. They come back to club footy. They play at a higher level than we've seen from them before, and obviously it often correlates. It you know didn't necessarily on Sunday for Morgan, but often correlates to big super coach points. Yep. Yeah. Um, look, the other guy that I was thinking as well um, as a bit of a uh, you know point of difference guy would be Matt Gillette. Um, he's uh, been going pretty well. His last three rounds have netted 92 average, and his last five have netted 74, and that's um, that's up from his you know his overall average of 65. So he's not going to um, necessarily you know be the highest second row. Uh, Super coach player, but he's going to be there. He's going to be consistent. And when we talked about those guys in the predictor, he's only just below that. I think another three or four names below that in the realms of guys like Moylan, Graham, Nofaluma, DeBellin, Jake Jabrovic, and then Gillette. And then there's a bit of a gap to Dugan, Horowira, Naira, and Tedesco, and then another gap again. So Gillette is right up there. Um, Pete, have you got any names that stand out to you? Oh, it's a it's a good question. I like the ones that you said you, you pinched um, Gillette from me. He's uh, as I've said on the show before, he's a bit of a favourite of mine. Um, oh, it's hard to say. I think there's some uh, some good players across the board. Um, I'll pick a dragon anyway for this week. Is um, Aitken coming back? I know he's playing in the centres. He's come back off some injury, but he's reasonably cheap and he's going to be there the rest of the year. The Dragons have got a good. They've got a good um, draw the rest of the year. They're only playing two top eight teams, one uh, Manly this week and the other one Brisbane later on. A couple there maybe you could go with. I know Lafay's still a bit expensive, but maybe he'd be one that you could also get in if you haven't got him already. Um, I was, Some you know, of these dragons are predicted to do very well, second. Pete. And I was just wondering, I mean, you've got Lafay. He's also in that group of sort of top 30 to 40 predicted, um, but has been a bit below par. Um, and then Cameron McGuinness, I think, has been a disappointment. Are these guys that you think can yeah, bounce McGinnis back? Yeah, McGuinness has been a disappointment, yeah. Do you think they can bounce back? I think that I think that Lafayette can and Aitken can. I think that um, they will this weekend. I think that the Dragons were a little bit on the way up last week uh, against the Raiders, and I think given a, a decent dry track down in, in Wollongong back home, I think that they'll be... I think, honestly... Um, all bias aside, I think they will improve um, on their way home. Um, outside that, you know, we've mentioned a couple of players, like even from the Tigers there, of young masters as well as another one is a who's a cheapy one who'd be who'd be worthwhile getting in as well. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, I think we've pretty much covered them all. Andrew, I want to ask you about uh, well, your namesake, Andrew Fafita, because he's a guy at this time of year that really does step it up. Oh yeah, he's he's worth uh, having a look. Four hundred forty thousand scored uh, seventy four points last week, so he's 
he's got the track record. He might have a point to prove now that everyone's kind of up him a little bit for, um, you know, sticking it to Laurie Daly or, or allegedly sticking it to Laurie Daly. So, you know, it's always it's always good to see these um these you know little offshoots of the stories that come through that you know you try and just to get the edge in Supercash to see what their motivation is. So yeah, I think Fafita is worth having a look at. I mean, he probably you probably held him throughout the Origin period um, just because you know you wanted to hold on to a couple of your trades, but. If you if you didn't, yeah, he's worth looking at. Like I said, four forty point to prove and, and a proven super coach player. All right, and of course the app does have the predicted scores up for all players until the end of the year. If you look at the pred all um, tab, you will see those if you scroll to your right. So that will help you out as well. Um, if you're looking at, at those uh, projections and predictions, um, of course, you can get the app if you don't already own it uh, via our website, www.supercoachpros.com. Follow the links there. It's on uh, Apple or um, Android for you. Let's move on to the team changes now. The Broncos feed the Bulldogs. Well, uh, the Broncos bringing back Josh Maguire and that man, Matt Gillette. Um, I should mention, too, Maguire's a guy I like a lot um, in regards to the, you know, up... Uh, either Fafita or Maguire. I think they're big ones to bring back. I liked Papali, but he's out suspended for a couple of weeks. So Maguire back this week. He could be an interesting guy to at least watch with an eye to bring in the following week. Um, Sam Dido goes to the bench. Jai Arrow's out. Um, for the Dogs, Brett Morris, David Clemmer, Josh Jackson all back. Michael Leisha has been named at hooker with Matt Embai at halfback and Matt Frawley. Moses Embai, sorry, at halfback and Matt Frawley on the bench. Um, but that could swap around again like we saw last week. Sam Cassiano, Raymond Fatala, Mariner also on the bench with um, Andy Saunders, Kerrod Holland and Asapelli fine missing out. The Roosters v. the Knights. Uh, Connor Watson gets an opportunity at fullback with Michael Gordon out injured. Blake Ferguson comes back on the wing. Mitchell Pearce comes back at halfback. Mitch Orbison moves into the second row. Mitch Cornish moves to hooker with Jake Friend out injured. Dylan Napa is the new prop. Aiden Guerra is joined by Victor Radley, another backup hooker on the bench. Um, Ted Ivana, Lindsay Collins missing out for the Knights. Well, up against his old club, Sean Kenny Dow gets an opportunity on the wing, though Brendan Elliott. Daniel Saifidi has been named at prop, and Danny Levi being named at hooker with Jamie Bura going back to the bench. There is no Jacob Saifidi. Luke Yates has uh, been named in that spot. Cronulla v South. Jack Bird goes back to centre with James Maloney playing uh, this week at 5.8. Andrew Fafita, that man we just mentioned, um, coming in at, at props. Sam Tagatizi goes back to the bench. No Kurt Capewell. Aaron Gray and Damien Cook have been named on the wing and the bench respectively, so Braden Burns and Cameron Murray miss out. The Panthers v Gold Coast. Matt Moylan is back at 5.8. Uh, Moses Leota takes Trent Merrin's position at lock. Peter Wallace comes back at hooker, so Mitch Rain would make way, as does Tyrone May. Whereas the Gold Coast only make one change, Morgan Boyle in for Pat Politoni on the interchange. The Raiders feed the storm. Joseph Tarpany comes in for Josh Papali on the left edge. Michael Oldfield, the new bench player. And the storm, well, all the big names back. Slater at fullback. Chambers it's in the centres. Munster and Cronk in the halves. Glasby at prop. Cameron Smith at hooker. Asafa Solomon and Nate Miles go to the bench. No Hughes, Blair, Jax, Croft, Griffin, Rockow, or Mark Nichols uh, there. Uh, the Cowboys v. the Warriors. Well, we talked earlier about Antonio Winterstein. He has been named there for the Cowboys. Um, so 
not looking at, at any um, changes to re in regards to them at this stage, although we are thinking Ponga or Bowen, probably Bowen, will come in for Windersteiner as it's unlikely he will um, uh, end up being able to play, whereas Sean Johnson out, of course, for the Warriors. Mason Lino has been named in his stead in the halves and their only change. Uh, Manly, well, Matt Wright and Apisai Corriso out, so Brad Parker comes in on the wing. Jackson Hastings comes to the bench with Cameron Cullen getting the start at hooker. They'll probably share um, the hooking duties exactly 40-40. Um, whereas for the Dragons, well, Ewan Aitken returns in the centres. Kurt Mann goes back to the bench. No Tane Milne. Also, Tyson Frizzell's back, but Russell Packer has a hip injury, so he's been named only in the 21, so I guess there's some outside chance he'll play. Um, Jack DeBellin will start ahead of Elise and Almau and Tarek Sims also... Uh, sorry, Tarek, Jack DeBellin will start ahead of Tarek Sims, who goes back to the bench. Lisa Nama, of course, remaining in his prop with no packer there. And Blake Laurie also comes back in via the bench. And the final game, the Tigers v the Eels. Well, Jacob Little out with that injury to his shoulder. Suaso Sue has been suspended. Um, so Chris Lawrence will start instead of Sue, um, which I assume will move Taylor back to lock. He had been playing on the right edge there with Sue, middle third. Uh, Matt Mickelrick will start a hooker and most likely get the 80 minutes. Michael Cheekham, Tim Grant, the new bench players. Whereas for the Eels... Um, they're basically picked the, the same team as last week with the only change. Manu Ma Mau, who was a late withdrawal, came back into the side, moving uh, Kenny Edwards to the bench and David Gower to the reserves. Um, let's have a look at the big names now for round 20. That man, Nathan Cleary, is predicted to do best as well. Interestingly enough, um, second against our team, the Tigers, Ryan is Simi Rajraj, are predicted to go into three figures. Yeah, look... Um well, look. We all know we all know about um, how many points the Tigers give up, super coach wise. Uh, and there's a guy in the Eels, uh, Sammy. He's due as well for a big game, and so this could be a big chance for him. Um, the other big name from the Eels um, in Gutherson, I, I think, will go fairly well this weekend as well. Um, given how Chivojevic um, went. Last weekend against the Tigers, uh, I think Gutherson plays a similar kind of game. So, um, yeah, I expect to see similar Supercoach results. Yeah, Gutherson, I think, is named eighth highest this round. You've got Matt Moylan there with 97, a big predictor. The Titans, um, halves against the Titans have done very well. In fact, all the skill positions against the Titans have done well this year. Gareth Widdop for the Dragons against the Eagles. We're consistently seeing halves do well against the Eagles. Ryan Madison and Mitchell Pearce are right up there. They're playing the Knights, of course. So, you know, a lot of upticks for a lot of the Roosters players. Matt Gillette, we just talked about him. Interestingly enough, right edge um, back rowers have done very well against the Bulldogs all year. So he gets a big uptick. Gutherson, well uh, mentioned by Ryan there. Corey Harunara, another guy against the Titans. Here's one for you, Andrew. Billy Slater, Storm v. the Raiders. Um, would he be a guy you're looking to, to potentially bring in? He's had a pretty sensational season, but he is very expensive. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think there I think there are just better options out there. I mean, I'll probably come back and bite me in the bum because it is Billy Slater, but I, I just think there are better options. Is it more um, just the fact that you're trying to get your side and he only plays fullback? Is it more about that than anything else, or just the balance? Yeah, I think so. And I mean, he does... I mean, he scores, tries, he sets them up, and he's always so busy, And but he's, yeah, purely a fullback, and 
like I said, there, there are other options out there. Like even Munster can play fullback. You know, Tommy Chavojevic is fullback plus a centre. You know, so there's just other options. And I, I'm not I'm not death threatening. I'm not saying that he's past it. I'm just I just think there are better options out there than Billy Slater at the moment. There is one trade out you could make, Pete if you wanted to bring Billy Slater in and have the capital because he's a lot more expensive than Roger Tuovasa-Shek. But with no Sean Johnson, surely um, RTS gets a big downtick now. Absolutely, yeah. It's an obvious thing we've said all during the season, I think, that um, when you, you you halves fall into trouble, your outside backs tend to follow. And like I, I haven't been a fan of the, the Warriors all season, but with, um, yeah, with Johnson gone... I just don't see, um, you know, all due respect to Mason Leno, um, I don't see that their outside backs are going to get the opportunities that perhaps Johnson could forgive them, especially on his good days. So, yeah, I'd be, if you've got two of us a check, if you've got the money there to bring in Slater, um, then, yeah, I'd be doing it in an absolute heartbeat. Um, so, look at Slater's stats. His last three rounds, he's averaged 98 his last five rounds, 91.4. Not bad for a bloke who came back from a sh- big shoulder injury earlier this year. Um, he's averaging no, uh, 0.9 points per minute, which is the same as Cameron Smith. So, you know, he's, he's flying. So if you can get him in, you know, I agree with what Andrew said, though, that, um, you know, there's probably cheaper options, you know, like uh, someone like uh, uh, Treboy, which is a bit cheaper and, uh, you know, he's top quality in flying and, and others. But, you know, if you can get Slater in as well, gee. We can do it. Why not? I'd be getting rid of two of us to check the heartbeat. And of course, all those are for the Supercoach Pros predictor that you can find on the app. Um, there, go to our website www.supercoachpros.com. Get all that information on the, you know best price rises, price falls, the best for this week. Do it by team or go by that prediction. Or we can see all the way up to the end of round 26. Now that's newly updated as of last week. Ryan, that's not all you get, but of course for the money ball as well, which you killed um, on Sunday. I think you got a, a second spot again. So another another great result there for for the um, Supercatch Pros predictor. Yeah, that's right. The predictor strikes yet again. Um, it's going pretty well. Look, every week we say, yeah, we did pretty well this week in Moneyball. And honestly, you pay for it. You're paying for the information. The information's going to, um, you know, you're going to at least make enough to pay for the app and you've you know, and you're and you're breaking even, and then you've got all this super coach information, which is um, pretty. You know, you, you, it's yeah, it's proof pudding, really. It's vital. And the recaps are on there. The um, previews, of course, all our tweets, and Facebook information, and of course, these very podcasts is just downloaded straight to your phone as soon as it um, is uploaded. No need to go chasing it anymore. Listen to it on the run, in in the car, on the public transport. You know, if you're going for a run, you know, you can switch it on. So it's a no-brainer there, www.supercatchpros.com. Follow the links, Google and Apple. Let's move on to the tweets and Facebook messages now. Uh, we'll start with Nathan Graham. Speaking of uh, such things, love the pod nap, guys. Gutherson or DCE as Sean Johnson's replacement playing head-to-head. Andrew, I know you were talking about off-air that Jerry Evans is kicking goals now, potentially with Matt Wright out and um, playing. Well, he was playing hurt anyway. So does that up it um, over Gutherson, or is it still, you know, Clint, he's been pretty good all year? Yeah, it's, I mean, I think Clint Gutherson is, well, he is a better goal kicker than Cherry Evans. But, and 
know. I, I keep, like I said earlier in the year, I, I, know, I just keep not riding Gutherson off. I just waiting for him to fall down, but he just keeps backing it up and backing it up. He's become the surprise keeper of the year, I think. So, um, I mean, with DC, you know what you're going to get. You're going to get a couple of try assists, um, force dropouts, maybe a 40-20, you know, every couple of weeks. But, yeah, I, I think just as a as a goal kicker, I think um, Gutherson is probably safer because, you know, Eels are looking pretty good. So I, I really think, yeah, Gutherson is probably the one that you want uh, going into the end of the year. Yeah, and one thing I've got to say, um, and this is something we should do next week on the show, um, and that's talk about bringing in nufties and, and looking at what stage of the of each round different teams play because that can certainly impact your he- tactics, particularly in head-to-head. Manly play almost all their games on a Sunday until the end of the year. I think they've got one Saturday night game in round 26. Um, that's great for nufties. It's not so good for guys that you, you want in there. Um, a guy like Daly Cherry Evans playing a lot of late games, um, you'd probably rather guys playing earlier, so maybe even something as simple as that, Clint Gutherson, could be um, worthwhile. Gav asks, Dylan Edwards or Cody Walker for his last reserve? Pete, I guess, um, I assume he's talking about this week uh, and not dropping one of those guys. Um, Cody Walker's been okay the last few weeks. Um, Dylan Edwards, though, has a terrific matchup. We all know how well fullbacks go against the Titans. Yeah, that's it. Um, with Walker, yeah, talented player. Like I think he scored in the 50s last week. Scored a scored a good try. Um, I must admit, though, he looks... he's going to get And he's going to get more super coach points if South wake up to themselves and play him back at 5-8 again. Um, so he's just not getting enough ball. And, and he's, he's not getting the super coach points that he's getting early in the year as, as um, when he's playing 5-8. So yeah, he has upside on that, back, but he's but he doesn't do as well on a week to week basis. That's right. And um, Edwards has been super impressive. Um, if you bought him a number of weeks ago when we first spoke about him on the show, he's um, you know he's it would have been a great buy. And as you said, he's up against the Titans. Like I really like the Titans, but I think that um, yeah, I, I would be getting Edwards. I think he's going to give you once again this play this going to be the, the more consistent performer. You, you just get the feeling, I don't know, Souths are going to fall away a bit more. I think I was, I've been very disappointed with him the last couple of weeks. I don't think Walker's going to get, I don't think he's going to get many opportunities, whereas at least a Penrith for Edwards, particularly, and particularly this week here, yeah, I'd, be, I'd be all over Dylan Edwards over Walker. I don't even know if Sam Burgess is a, is a you know, going to be that great an option in these final rounds of Souths bow out let alone Katie Walker, and we heard about Crichton's injury by the end of the, you know, a few weeks' time. You might be wishing to get no Souths players, uh, unfortunately, for their supporters, but they're, they're falling out fast. Um, but Penrith, are, they're on a good run. So Titans, I think you've got to play the match-up here. You know, Titans give up points to full-backs. He's predicted to go over 18 um, points higher than usual. Uh, his usual average, which is pretty decent in itself, it's over 50, so 72 total. I'd say Dylan Woods all the way. Adam Robertson asks, worth holding... Sean Johnson head-to-head with five trades left can only trade in a 5 8 as I don't have the DPP to get another position. Ryan, I know we said earlier that Sean Johnson is unlikely to come back this year. Mind you, I said I'm keeping him for at least a week to figure out what I'm going to do and maybe get some good news. Um, five trades, I've got seven. You know, maybe Adam's in, in even deeper water than me and having to hold on to him. 
Yeah, look, he's five trays left, um, and he doesn't have. Yeah, oh well, he can only trade in a five eight. That's tough. Um, I think he's probably if he's got no one else, and it doesn't look like he does. You know, from what I can gather, um, I'm going to have to say that you have to trade him out. Um, look, he's not going to get you any points. At least if you can trade in a guy that you know is going to play, um, at least you're going to get some points out of it. I don't know who he has, if he can cover that, but I don't think it's worth holding on to him. There's a, there's a few um, five-eighths out there that are decent. Gareth Widdop we talked about earlier. Another one, a bit of a crazy move, but he may have picked up Episcite Coruscant. Not going to play this week, of course. But if you were to trade out Sean Johnson, you could move Coruscant to 5'8 and then bring in Cameron Smith at Hooker. Yep, absolutely. That's uh, that's a good play. But it's, yeah, just one of those things because, yeah, it's hard, especially this time of year, because um, you're coming into the fi- into the finals of Supercoach, so you want to you know you want to have your full team operating, and if you've got yeah, I think Andrew um, said it earlier in the show, you've got a lot of cash sitting there, so it's difficult to um, difficult to I guess justify hanging on to him. You got a lot of um, <laughs> it's a lot of cash, but if you've got a lot of cash up your sleeve, which some people do have, maybe get away with it at least for a week to figure out what you want to do next. Ben Rule asks one trade left. I have SJ and Crichton. Do I use it on SJ? I'll save it just in case I can cover SJ with other reserves. Andrew, it's a similar question um, to Adam's one, but even more dire with only one trade left. Um, at this stage, maybe he's going to need to hold on to it. Yeah, I mean, the Crichton one's a bit scary too, because like we heard in the injury report, I mean, He's got a stress fracture in his foot, so I mean, that is pretty dire, isn't it, with SJ and, and Crichton? Um, you keep in Crichton, so don't even don't even worry about getting rid of him. He's he seems like a tough cookie. He's going to play out the rest of the season. Um, you know, when I said you got to trade out SJ, it's it's only because you had the trades. If you don't have the trades, I mean, what what can you do? But um, yeah, I guess you just he's you got to sit on it for, for a couple of weeks, don't you? Because there's still a couple of rounds left, and so many rounds left. Even worse, yeah, something even worse could come up. So you, you, you've got to, I, mean, I guess, you've got to sit on him for for that um for the next couple of weeks, just to you know, just to wait and see because it's such yeah, a dangerous like position to get trade. into. One trade at, at this time of year, we probably would have been suggesting hold out, hold out a couple more. And one other thing, when you getting, you know, maybe we're not all there yet with one trade left, but we will be in a few weeks time we're really down to the end try to balance it so you've always got two trades left, because you might need to move a player out of a position and then another one, so you might need to do those, the, the two swaps so if you can balance it that way through the course of your season do so, and, and even if it means just making one, maybe you've got three trades left in a couple of weeks, so you make sure you only make one, um, so you've got the two left for that diet need if you if you have to bring in somebody um, you can utilize the cash from two or get a guy in a, a different position you know you lose Sean Johnson for example if you have two trades left uh, you say you can cover Sean Johnson well you bring in enough to be there and then you've got a heap of cash to bring in a guy in another position and, and you can bring in for someone that's just a mid-price player so you always try 
to keep two up your sleeve if you can. The last tweet, hey guys, uh, from TVE, Travis. In the NRL off-season, would you consider covering the, uh, he says FPL, but I think he means EPL in your app and podcasts. Non-stop action all year round, Pete, I tell you what. There's uh, six weeks to go, I think, after this one. I, I'm already pretty exhausted. I I just don't know if we, we could pull it off. And, and the other issue is, of course, all that key information in the predictor in the app. It, it's taken years of, of, of um, collating this data. So probably, to be honest, we wouldn't be quite have the edge. We, we believe we've got the edge on pretty much anyone else out there for NRL because we've been collating it for so long. Um, unfortunately, as much as I'd love to do NFL and Big Bash and other things, um, you know, AFL, I want to be well, I want world domination. Let's face it, but uh, don't know, don't know if our information would be as as, uh, as on the money as the. Animal. I reckon if he puts up if he puts up a, a a couple of mil, we can do it. Yeah, that's right. I, I want. I would like to know. Like, I'm a fan of the EPL. I've been the last few years actually involved in some EPL tipping comps and really enjoyed it actually. And um, um, I'll. Soccer or the round ball game is, is my second favourite uh, football code by a long shot. But um, who's going to review? There's 20 um, There's twenty teams in an EPL comp, so there's 10 games to start with every week and not just eight. <laughs> not to mention all the games that they have, like there's a European Cup and a, a this cup and a that cup, as well as the Premier League that they have. So you'd have to keep an eye on all of those games as well. Um it would be fun to do, but geez, I, I think we'd all be giving up our full-time jobs in order to do it. And yeah, as Brian said, give us another mill and throw some resources at it, and then we might be able to do <laughs> another it. Mill with <laughs> <my> <laughs> mill. <laughs> we didn't tell yeah, you about that. Hold, hold I tell you what, I've, or, I've got it. If, if we get a tw- if we get the same tweet from at Elon Musk, we're in. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Alright, that does it for the show. Right. Uh, we are plumb out of time and out of money. <laughs> Buy the app, help us out, we'll get us back get us back on our feet. If Adam Elon Musk can't, then you can. Buy the app www.supercoachpros.com. Ryan, thank you so much for tonight. No worries at all. Talk to you next week, Peter. Thank you as well. Thank you. Good luck in the Supercoach Pros Cup uh, on uh, Sunday afternoon. And good luck, Andrew, as well, in the same game. Yes, thanks, mate. Uh, looking forward to making it two from two in as many weeks. <laughs> have to get a trophy made up. Um, Ryan, we've got our own trophy, something about a Ten Commandments on the four o'clock game, but that's that's not super catch related. That's <laughs> not at all. <laughs> I'll be at that one. All right, I am Paul, Paul Grzadka, Paulie G. Um, make sure, yeah, you follow us on Twitter and on Facebook at Supercoach Pros and buy that up, www.supercoachpros.com. Talk to you next week. Bye for now.